Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's the Exeter Basketball Roundup. A look ahead to the state championship game. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center. On the web at PennStateHealth.org. Give us a call with your thoughts about the season at 610-451-7085. Now here are your hosts, Darren, Ian, and Nate. Good evening. Welcome to the Exeter Basketball Roundup. Of course, friends headed to the state title. But Live the, on the Yeah. But apparently we're going back to the intro, so we'll wait yeah. a little bit. Yeah, because the producer's awesome. Jerry, Jerry has been absolutely perfect all season long, <laughs> yet now we roll up to the state title game, and, and he's getting a little nervous, getting a little tense there, you know, hitting buttons prematurely. He's getting uh, premature is the key. Uh <laughs> so yes getting a little nervous friday night big game it's gonna be fun so to let you know we are here in the exeter sports network booth we've got ian kelsey nate govan jerry gellif i'm darren Ziner. friends what a year it has been we we've talked about this before guys going back to december just when the season started I don't know. Yes, Jerry, and of course, he had the conversation with Matt Ad- Matt Ashcroft yeah. saying that, oh, we're going to go all the way. Well, I can't say I was so optimistic. So, Ian, seeing the team come so far, and they're clicking on all cylinders. Like we said at the beginning, like I said at the beginning of the season, I was really confident that this is the best team that Coach Ashcroft has had in his four-year period. He had a lot of talent from the point guard, his big man, his wingman, and um, their small forward. So I was very impressed, and I thought that they would be really, really solid this year. Quick comment, and then we want to get to our first guest. I would ask off, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with Ian and Nate weighing in on that, we will go to our first caller. Our first caller will be uh, Coach Matt Ashcroft as soon as I can pull him up. And he is right there. We are calling him right now. Matty. That's loud, man. That's very loud. Yeah. Well, this is Matt. Hey, Coach. It's uh, Jerry, Darren, Nate, and Ian. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, good Good evening, Coach. How are you? Yo, Coach. Doing well, thanks. Well, well. Coach, it's Darren. It's always a pleasure talking to you. And, you know, here we are a couple days away from the first, I'll say the first in nearly 50 years. When you hear something like that, when I say the 50 years as far as getting back to the state finals, what goes through your mind when you hear somebody bring that up to you? Well, I, I think it's I, I think that the greatest thing about it is it's what life's all about. Um, you know, it's about it's about helping others. It's about bringing people together. Uh, it's about making a difference in, 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 in folks lives. And it's about building and, 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 and fostering relationships. And, I, you know, I guess you'd call me you call me biased. I think I think basketball is the greatest vehicle in the world um, to, to accomplish those goals. I really do. Hey, Coach Ashcroft, this is Ian Kelsey. I was just wondering, how are you, the, the young man on your team, feeling right now going into this championship game? They're a confident. They're a confident bunch. Um, you know, they 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 feed off each other's enthusiasm. 
tell you what, we've had some long drives up to Belfont, out to Altoona. We've had, you know, the cheerleaders have been with us every step of the way. We've had, we've had a great student section. Our fans have been with us. Um, but they're, they're a confident bunch, man. They're playing with confidence. Um, they're, playing, they're playing fearless basketball. They're playing on attack mode. That's what we ask them to do. Guys, if you guys are going to lose a game, go out and lose a game by being aggressive, by attacking. We never want to play not to lose the game. Um, and that's our goal as coaches. We just want to empower these guys to go out and play with, you know, with, with that confidence and play in attack mode. Um, they're pl- we like to think that they're playing freely. They're making great decisions. And, uh, you know, they're just, they're just a confident group of young men that, that love spending time together. And I think it shows on the basketball court. Coach, Nate Govan here. I'm glad to chat with you. I was talking to the guys before we jumped on, and there's a lot of talk and a buzz around town about Exeter being the underdog in this matchup. And personally, <clears throat> I don't think that we have time or – I don't think that you guys need to be rocky. I think that you need to be more by clever lane. Go in here, own it. We made it to the big dance. We deserve to be here. We have one of the best big men in the state, just like they got one of the best big men in the state. And I feel like we can go out here and and win this game and, quote, unquote, upset the world. What are your thoughts on that? I I agree. Uh, I mean, you you talk to Zion Pachel and Alex Kelsey, and some of these guys, they, they, they're, they're, I mean, they have the maturity of, of, of 30 year olds when it comes to, when, when it comes to not caring about the opposition. And what I mean by that is they respect the opposition, but all season long, they said, coach, they put their socks and shoes on one foot at a time, just like they do. We're going to go out and we're going to play in attack mode and we're going to go after these guys. We feel that we're in better shape. We feel that we're more prepared. We feel like we play uh, together more. We feel like we have a better culture. So, yeah, I mean, I guess, sure, on paper, I guess, you know, I mean, in Motep's, we know they're they're nationally ranked and they have some big-time players. Um, I, I wouldn't say that that deters our guys in any way. We're going we're gonna to prepare the exact same, net, same way that we prepared for each one of our 33 games, um, and we're going to go out and see what happens. Hey, Coach, it's Jerry. Listen, I I know that you have something to do, and I don't want to hold you up. But what I do want to say to you is thank you so much to you and the boys for this amazing year. We've been along on this ride with you, and we have enjoyed absolutely every second of it from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you all so much. Well, thank you, Jerry, and thank you, guys. We appreciate all you guys do in terms of bringing covers to these young men. Um, You know, and attention, we we feel... Um, I, you know, it's, it's been an amazing ride. I think one thing that when you look at, when you look at it, I'll leave you with this guys, you know, you know, you talk about winning 17 at 18. We don't care about that. We just, we just want to, you know, what, what these young men have been able to do over the last four or five months, they've grown each and every day. And I think if you talk to each and every one of them to a man, they're realizing how important it is to live in the moment to live in the moment, to enjoy the journey, to live in the moment, but also, hey, once that moment's over, you know, uh, Kevin and Reese, you know, those guys texted me, I think, 12, 14 hours after the district championship and said, Coach, talk to us about Fox Chapel. Um, so, you know, they've done a, such a wonderful job of living in the moment and enjoying the journey while also 
preparing for, hey, what's coming? What's coming next? What's coming next? But yeah, the, the fact that these 14 to 18 year olds can be so present. I mean, they've been so present all year long. I'll tell you what, I can tell you, we as kids didn't have that kind of maturity. Uh, they're, they're just an impressive b- bunch of kids to be around, um, you know, and I'm, I'm thrilled to spend five, six months with them, you know, you know, six days a week. Coach, we'll wrap this up. Thank you for your time. Congratulations thus far. One more to go. We're excited to be there with you Friday night. Hershey, Pennsylvania, the Giant Center. Exeter, of course, taking on Imhotep Charter. And we're looking for one more. Fantastic job, and we'll look forward to seeing you there. Thanks for all you do, guys. We'll see you Friday evening. Thank you, Coach. Go Eagles. Thanks, Coach. Take care. Coach Matt Ashcroft, everybody. Here for him. Absolutely incredible as far as what he's done with these young men. Uh, basically having a group come together as a team. A we group have of calls. Men. There you go. Go ahead. Hi, you're, uh, you're, you're live on the Exeter Basketball Roundup. Who are we talking to? Uh, this is uh, Jamie Ware. Jamie Ware, uh, Jaden's dad. Yeah. Hey, hey yeah. Jamie, how you doing, man? Yes, yeah. sir. How are you? What can we do for you? Just calling in, just, uh, you know, just listening in on the live feed. Um, uh, we're super excited about Friday night. Uh, I think the guys are uh, going to be well prepared, like Coach was saying. Um, even though everyone might feel that it's a huge test, is uh, you know, these kids are built for this. So just wanted to say congratulations to every last one of them, coaching staff. And, uh, let's go Eagles. Absolutely, and like your son, your son, your son has made some real critical plays in this playoff for this team, also, Jamie. So that doesn't go unnoticed. Oh well, you know he 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 works hard along with his teammates. Um, you know, it's, sometimes it's hard to believe he's just a freshman, but um, you know he's been playing a lot of basketball over the last twelve months, um, and and it, it's showing. He just loves to be able to contribute. Coach Ware, uh, Nate Govan here. I want to get to the X's and O's, baby. I'm not going to hold you. I want to take advantage of your <laughs> expertise while I have you on the phone. What can we do to uh, make the press that we're about to see less effective? Mhotep is a team that thrives on turnovers created by the press because they have six, seven, and you know six, five people that can really play up top. How do we, as as a as a basketball team, kind of counteract that? You know, with with any with any situation that any team wants to speed you up, I would say that just the guys just have to, you know, make sure that they know their assignments and where, uh, you know, their players are going to be. You know, I'm pretty sure coach and the coaching staff is going to, uh, you know, go over the press and press break. But you know, with any with any uh, level of basketball, um, it's composure. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the crowd's going to be crazy. It's going to be a heightened situation. But at the end of the day, once you understand and know where your assignments is, I think we make good passes and beat beat the press a couple times. I think they'll, you know, they'll loosen up on that. But, you know, a couple turnovers, a couple quick baskets, and um, and feeling like your, your, your backs are pinned to the uh, – to the corner is going to be it, it could it could get tough but um 
you know, we're battle tested and it's going to be some ups and downs and, and I'm pretty sure they'll fight through it. Jamie, it's Darren Ziner. One thing that we've been talking about, of course, Aiden Dauble and Jaden Freshman playing beyond their years. How have they gotten to the point of just having so much poise? Jaden coming up huge in a big spot. They're down four late, two and a half to go. He's all alone. Let's face it, if I was a freshman, I probably would have cranked it off the backboard <laughs> hard, probably would have missed the shot, whatever the case is. But he's there to make the shot. He's there to cut a lane. He's gotten two turnovers in critical situations. Where, where do they get this veteran aspect from? Um, to be honest, it's, uh, it's, you know, after the seasons are over and they go out into AU and, and play AU basketball, um, I, I would say good 90% of this team has, has played AU basketball in organizations like the Burks Warriors and, uh, PMT and, you know, and, and organizations like that, um, just Aiden and Jaden, um, just in the last 12 months, probably have played over 150 basketball games at very high level. So, you know, as a lot of people look at them as just freshmen, they have already been prepped for this this, this speed. So that's why they're they're performing when they're performing. And even the kids that aren't getting that much playing time or haven't gotten that playing time, they're they're practicing every day with. Zion and and uh, Cheese and Kevin and and Reese and they're they're going at it. That's why this team collectively is where they're at today. Jamie, we appreciate your time. Thanks for calling in in this evening. We certainly congratulate Jaden on a great year and wish him well as we go to the state championship game. Hey, let's get it. Let's get it. We got thirty two more minutes. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks Jamie. A lot. Have a so that was uh, Mr. Ware. Very nice of him to call in. Darren, why don't we take a break? Jerry, why and don't we take a break? There you go. See, I'm giving you your clue. <laughs> oh, oh, that was a perfect clue, too. You know, one of those not a point that I usually get. So, friends, you're listening to the Exeter Basketball Roundup on the Exeter Sports Network. We'll be back with more comments and your calls after this break. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. It's the Exeter Sports Network. If you'd like to participate in this evening's podcast, the number is 610-451-7085. Again, 610-451-7085. Go ahead and give us a call. Chime in on the season or the upcoming state final, whichever you choose. Guys, something to talk about. As I was driving over here, if there was a key to the game, now obviously there's going to be several, but if we're looking ahead, Nate, a key to the game for Exeter, what do you think the critical piece would be? I think the key to the game is, like we talked about with Coach Ware, um, doing something with the press, and whoever's calling in right now, we'll get right to you in a second. You want to go to them now. 
Let's go to him now. Let's go, go to him now. Let's yeah. do it. Hi, you're on the air with uh, Darren, Nate, and Ian. Hey, guys. How are you? This is Harp from Reading. Hey, Harp. How you doing, Harper. man? How you doing, bud? You, you called the previous game. For, yes, for I did. Couldn't wait to call again. Well, talk, talk to us. I, yeah, I, I did. Is Mr. Kelsey on? Kelsey staff? Uh, I didn't know he, that was him the last time I called. He, he I'm right here. I'm, I'm sitting right here. That's fantastic. <laughs> Your son is extremely exciting to watch. Um, just defensively in transition. I love watching him. Love the way he plays. So, Thanks for raising. Thanks for getting them in the Exeter program. Love that. This, we will go. We would rather be nowhere else than in Exeter for all of our sports. Birdie's yeah, quite the baseball player as well. He, uh, he is. He is, and uh, he does have some grown, gr- grown room to grow. But he's getting. He's getting to be there. <laughs> hey, great to hear. I'm, I'm excited to watch him next year as well. Hopefully, he's he's not committed anywhere, and he's still playing basketball at that time. Um, but quick, just wanted to quick call, kind of uh, wrap up the young guys. Just seeing like 21 doubles, been awesome. Uh, really coming into his own. He's been fun to watch. Uh, Where number 15? I know he doesn't play an awful lot, but what he did, I think it was the semifinal, uh, was just spectacular. Coming off cold, coming off the bench, and just having an impact on the game like that. It's it's just kind of what I went back to last last time I called is the development of the young guys has been special. And what they did to your son, Mr. Kelsey, was criminal that he didn't get to play in that game. Um, just ridiculous that they allowed that kid to basically taunt him, and then he got suspended, and that kid had no repercussions at all. It was was ridiculous that, that it was even something that happened. Uh, Harper, so you know, we all agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just so unfortunate that they're, they, they put a kid in that situation. That, that kid has no... No game left, so nothing's going to happen to him. One of the biggest games that your son's ever going to play in. Hopefully, we, we could do the same thing next year. But just ridiculous that 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 was the end result of that whole scenario. I I, I do understand, but it's a, it's a lesson, life lesson learned for my son also. That do not put yourself in bad situations right. that you cannot control. So yeah, no, agree, absolutely agree. But just was, was upset that he maybe maybe a quarter suspension or something like that, but just to miss the entire game's an experience you're taking away from a kid. But, uh, yeah, so I'm excited for the state championship. I know it's an absolute bear of a team they got. I watched their game against Archbishop Ryan right after. They got some studs, but I love the, the greatness we're playing with right now, so I, I can't wait. Can't wait for Friday. Absolutely, Harper. I, I, we do appreciate that. Thank you. All right. I'll talk to you guys next. All right. Thanks, thanks for calling in, Harper. We appreciate it. Jerry? Hi. Yes. So, so uh, back. How about if I put my mic on? That might help. Yeah. <laughs> because I was burping. I was going to say, they would hear you in the background and realize, why can't we hear Jerry? <laughs> Not as if we can't hear Jerry. But... Yeah. You can hear me from across the road. Can you hear me so, now? So, Nate, you were saying. Oh, yeah. So, what I was going to say. Major key to success is going to be when you're watching them, Hotep, they come out in that press <clears throat> and they put it on you pretty early and often. Um, from what I found out, I, I had a real good source that coached against M. Hotep's coach starting in 2000. Uh, and coach, they were rivals, I guess, from 2000 to 2004. And what he told me was that they thrive off of the turnovers that their press creates. He also told me that they play 10 players. So they are going to 
run, 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 sub, run, run, run some more. So the ability for Exeter to slow that pace down, and it's it's kind of a it's a, it's a double-edged sword. If Mhotep sees that we can't play at the speed that they want to play at, or that we can play, excuse me, that will automatically force them to slow things down. So kind of like what Coach Ware said, keep our composure, don't make the mistakes, and that will eventually slow the game down while it will swing more toward our favor. I think that's going to be big, Darren. Ian? I absolutely agree with that, um, with Nate. Um, I think that our pace and just controlling the ball and not turning the ball over at critical parts. I'm like, with the limiter turnover, not completely – because you're not going to not turn the ball over. Understand what I'm saying? But you have to limit the amount of turnovers. We cannot be up in the teens. That's a big number, and it's going to be easy run out for this team, and we do not want to have those easy runouts. So if they can control the ball and not turn the ball over, I think the Eagles will have a very good chance of winning this game. All right, guys, and I'm going to even build on that. Give me one player, Ian. I know this is a tough one. Give me one player that has to have a solid game in order for Exeter to have a shot. Kevin Sands. We need him 100% to be the guy that we saw at Peterstown. And at the end of that fourth quarter and that overtime, the way that he carried that team, if he does that in this game, it will absolutely lift Exeter to that next level. Go ahead, Nate. So if, if I had to pick one, goodness gracious, that is a tough question. Uh, let's go to the phones. We got one. Let's go. Go ahead. We got another call. Hi, you're live on the Exeter Basketball Roundup. Who's this? Hi, guys. My name's Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Yo, Daniel. Um, I'm, I'm good. Uh, first and foremost, I want to just congratulate this team on the job they've done the last few weeks. I went and watched the county championship game against Reading, and I said, Exeter looks good. That's a good team. If you would have told me they were going to be in the state championship, I might have said, eh, I'm not <laughs> quite sure they're that good of a team. So the job they've done the last four weeks, total props to them. Congratulations. I graduated from Exeter in 1986. Amen. A, a classmate of mine is still, correct me if I'm wrong, but still the school's all-time leading scorer. Do one of these freshmen really have, have a chance to maybe get that record, you think? What's, what's the total? Yeah, about? give us give us that total. I, I forget well, how many how many points Mike Lubis scored. And, and I, I, I wouldn't want to say uh, just throw out a number with without being correct. But uh, it's a little hard for me to really believe if you think about it. We didn't have a three-point shot back then. Uh, you know, that he still has the record. So it'll be, you know, one of those things to see. Ho- hopefully both these freshmen stay in the program. Speaking of staying in the program, where does the coach, what, where, where does he work at? I know high school's not like college where you can't pay a coach more to come to another school. But uh, I, I sure hope to keep the coach there. You know, I am uncertain where Coach Ashcroft works during the day. I think he's an insurance guy. He is an insurance guy. You're right. You're right. Okay. You're in good hands with Ashcroft. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. <laughs> Nicely done. We are. And I think that the way that Aiden Dobble, the ease of Aiden Dobble scoring the next couple of years, I think he can increase his scoring vol- volume uh, his, his sophomore and his junior year. And he might be able to get too close to 1,000 points, I think. 
And yes. Daniel, I agree with Ian with that. Um, the way that Dobble is able to score the ball, and he's really an, going to be a more intricate part of this offense moving forward. Right now, he's got a lot of other superstars around him where he just doesn't get to shoot the rock as much. But I've watched him uh, play freshman ball and JV ball because my sons are were on those teams with him. And the kid can be lights out. He can shoot the three. He rebounds. And if you watch the uh, the last game that we just played, he had about anywhere between six to seven rebounds in the second half, mostly in the fourth quarter, but two big-time offensive rebounds. And it's that kind of play that will get him closer to 1,000 points. Yeah, when you, you've got a freshman like Aiden Dauble, he's he's given you four points, but – Oftentimes, like you said, Nate, it's not necessarily what you're seeing on the offensive numbers. It's what's he doing off the glass. And we have seen him come up big. And, you know, Daniel, talking about Mike Lubas, part of the interesting thing with him being the all-time scorer, too, back in our day, I graduated 85 from a different school. I won't mention it. But back in our day, you didn't see freshmen playing that much. So the fact that you've got Aiden Dauble, even Jaden Ware, and, and not only playing but being contributors – speaks a lot to the program and to Coach Ashcroft for being able to develop them and give them a spot on this team. I, I agree totally. I'd like to say that the future looks bright. <laughs> in, a, in an interesting kind of one here, I did go to Exeter, but I happened to, uh, after graduating from Exeter, let's just say I, I had a, a, an interest in seeing Imhotep Charter play this year. I attended the University of Kentucky where I graduated <laughs> in 1990. <laughs> I'm really upset that I'm not going to Madison Square Garden tomorrow night to see my Wildcats play. That's a separate subject. But uh, you know what? Exeter has nothing to lose Saturday, Friday night. they got to be a big underdog. Rightfully so. No fault to theirs. Nothing to lose. Everything to game. Go out. Be loose. Do the best you can. That's all we can ask for them to do, really. Because, hey, who they're playing, mm-hmm. I, I think we all understand what kind of opponent they're going up against. This isn't just a regular high school team. This is, this is, yeah. Good luck to them. Uh, be there Friday night cheering them on. Thanks to you guys for the job you guys have done this year. Keep up the good work, and we are all really appreciated. Have a good night. Thank you, Dan. Thanks. Yep. Thanks. Thank you, Daniel. Thanks for calling in. And, yeah, I mean, where would we be without right. freshmen? And, and back in our day, didn't happen. we didn't see them on the floor. Didn't happen. That's true. It's absolutely facts. Why don't we take another? Well, no, we're not going to take another break. We got another call. We have another call. Let's Here we see. go. Hey, you're on with Darren, Ian, and Nate. Who's this? This is the the Cheese Family. Hey, hey Dominic, what's happening? Hello, Cheese Family. Hey, Anna. <laughs> we have another call. Here we go. You might want to turn that down. Turn that down. You're going to confuse yourself. <laughs> well, you're going to confuse us. <laughs> and we started out confused. <laughs> Dom, what's on your mind? No, I just want to call in and uh, wish the team good luck. And I want to congratulate not only the team, but I want to congratulate you guys for the uh, what you've done this year. And congratulate the whole community, really, with uh, everyone that's been following the team. Everyone really came together, and we made those gyms our house. Amen. That's the truth. And Go ahead. Tom. Every every player, every player when they got interviewed, they all say the same thing in one form or another that 
that that spirit coming from the bleachers gives them a lift. Well, it would have to, you know, and, and we're seeing a lot of people. Uh, I, I've actually had people stop me in stores in the last few days and, and, and you know, asking, are, are you going to be covering the game? And, yeah, of course we are. Of course we are. You, you know, we, we've got it underwritten, man. We're going. We drove to Altoona. What the hell is it to go to Hershey? Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome for the community. It's awesome for the kids. It's awesome for everybody. Yeah, but these kids have been a real spark plug for the community. I mean, I I, I, I do kind of sense a, a slightly happier feeling if you take certain people out of the equation. And uh, I think that everybody's kind of walking on air with this team. Indeed. I know I am. <laughs> you know, Dom, one thing Coach Ashcroft has talked about, we talked to him a short while ago, and of course he talked about basketball bringing that sense of community together and it really has it's brought probably individuals who've seen each other from afar but through the play of those kids on the floor it's one big family now well you know i, I saw it i saw it actually starting last year with the uh, football run when they won when they beat governor mifflin for the district title and 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 it bled right over into into the basketball season last year with some success and then this year just uh Blew the lid off everything. Hey, Dom, I was out to dinner with Alex for his birthday a couple of weeks ago, and the boys were just sitting there getting some hibachi, and the lady walked over and was like, are you guys from that boys' Exeter basketball team? And she's like, I'll be there cheering you guys on. I'm, and listen, like you said, being bringing the community together is absolutely a big deal. I was like, I was just check, I, I was cracking up with them. And I was like, local celebrities, look at you guys, big That's time. That's great. Yeah. You know, so it was, so, it's, it's absolutely great, so, man. Somebody stopped me in the grocery store the other week. I don't even know who it was. <laughs> <laughs> even the parents are getting love, huh, Dom? That's right, baby. Yeah, absolutely. That's great, absolutely, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, he, Anthony's playing great. Hey, hey, Dom. Thank uh, you. Thanks for calling in, man. We appreciate it. I wanted to say just uh, a lot of people out there listening might not know how much the Cachese family, um, you know, really stands behind the program, football, basketball, at the youth level. Um, just thank you to for everything you guys have done over the years. And when I say years, I'm probably talking about 10 to 12 years or so maybe. And it's families like that that really embody the kind of community that we want to have here in Exeter Township. So shout out to you guys. And, um, you know, you're setting the path for future families to follow. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate you saying that Nate. And there's a lot of good people, a lot of good people do a lot of good things and we're glad that we can help out and, and be a small part of everything. Dom, we'd be remiss if we didn't bring Anthony into the conversation. Of course, you guys, we see you over there on the bleachers. Sometimes uh, you and Ann are sitting next to each other. Sometimes she moves a few rows away from you, depending <laughs> on what's why. happening during the game. But to say that Anthony out there, the veteran poise, even against that Fox Chapel team when all that junk was happening at the end, Anthony, a cool, calming presence. And I'll tell you, a lot of credit to you and Ann because that comes from home. 
that type, yes, you get so much on the basketball court, but it's how you're raised and what you see in the house. So kudos to you for raising an absolutely fantastic young man. We've interviewed him multiple times, always very gracious, always very pleasant. So we just had to throw it out to you and let you know that you and Ann have done a fantastic job. And we're really privileged to be able to see Anthony, of course, not only in football, but down there on the basketball court. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I think you're going to make Ann cry. (laughs) (laughs) well let me bring it back around then dom see see what uh what darren just said was it basically that that ann moves away from you are we so sure that it's not you moving away from ann that fiery redhead (laughs) well see i i'll usually start yelling the wrong thing she'll get mad tell me to be quiet then she moves away then (laughs) then some then then of course a lot of times you hear her yelling more than me so All right. It it goes both ways. Well, Dom, we appreciate you calling in again. As Nate said, thanks for your support with everything. You and Ann have been fantastic to us. And we will certainly see you Friday night at the Giant Center. Thanks, Dom. Absolutely. We'll be there. All right. Take care. Have a good night. night. Thank you. Good night. Let's call our other guest. Okay. All right. and, And while he does that, guys, yes, now we'll we'll talk about Imhotep because we talk about the Kentucky commit, and of course, that is Justin Edwards. He's six foot seven inch. He is very key on that press that you mentioned. He's the second and third guy that comes up to try to trap. It's going to be key. We talked about it in the last game, Ian. They've got to beat the press and beat it quickly. They have to beat the press quickly, and they cannot sit down here and try to dribble through. They have to make a step back, and you then need to have a relief valve to make sure that they can get that pass through and clear the space so they, someone is open. You cannot sit down here and try to dribble through on a trap like that, not with that length. Well, and when you, when you talk about that trap, wh- how they run it is they run four men in the front court and then one man in the back court. So the key to that is just really breaking the first wave of the defenders. If we can get past that first wave, then – things will get a little bit easier and calm down, but it's seeing over the top of those two mountains that are going to be coming at Zion or maybe Kev or maybe Reese, who's ever handling the ball. Get past the first wave, let everything settle down, and we'll be all right. And against prep, we saw they can do it. We saw some absolutely pinpoint passing to may it be Aiden or Anthony underneath the basket all alone. So go ahead, Jerry, you make our call to the next individual. But wait, there's more. Yeah, how about that? And, and we're keeping you in suspense, not telling you who it is. If he answers. Yeah. That would suck if you didn't pick up, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, you build it up, and then it's, uh, just kidding. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello, special guest Mike Drago. You're on the air with Darren, Ian, Nate, and Jerry. I'm sorry, Jerry. I missed you. What's up? I said you're on the air with Darren, uh, Ian, Nate, and Jerry. Thanks for joining us, man. Hey, great, great to talk to you guys. How's everything? Hey, Mike, how are you? Doing well, doing well. Hey, Mike, Darren Ziner here. You've been watching Exeter. You've seen as far as what they've done. And, and I'll ask you to be honest. Are you surprised that they've gotten this far? Uh, no, not at all. Uh, you know, I thought they once they got um, uh, Reese Garvin back for the district championship game, and and uh, you know they hit full stride. 
Uh, I think they've been playing great. I, I love the team, the way it's balanced and, and uh, you know, the way they play defense and they play together. So, uh, no, once, uh, you know, once they got into districts and showed that, you know, they could win even without Reese and that they could win, you know, with key guys uh, fouling out and in foul trouble, um, you know, I, I, I thought they could go all the way to the final game. And for those listening in, just to uh, let you know, if you weren't already aware as to we're talking to Mike Drago, he has the website, MikeDragoSports.com. Absolutely fantastic content. Your Burke sports, your football, your basketball. We're going into baseball. He's got articles up already. So if you haven't checked it out yet, Mike has written in the area journalist for how many years now, Mike? Oh, too many to count. It's like over, it's over 40. I'm sure. So if you haven't checked out MikeDragoSports.com, make sure you do. It's a fantastic site. So Mike, we go to the championship game and we've got Imhotep Charter. Of course, we know about Justin Edwards and the cast that he has. What do you think Exeter needs to do to come out on top? Well, they're you know obviously going to have to play their A game and they're going to have to play defense and um, hope that uh, nobody has guarded uh, you know Imhotep uh, the way Exeter will come out and guard them. Um, obviously, you know Exeter's the underdog here. Imhotep has a tremendous program. It's a, it's almost a national program. They get they draw kids from all over Philadelphia. And, uh, and, you know, send, when you're sending players to programs like Kentucky, that just says a lot about you. So, uh, you know, obviously Exeter has to play great. And, and it goes without saying, they have to stay out of foul trouble. I mean, Matt Ashcroft says that after every game, you know, we have to learn how to play without fouls. And at this point, you know, I don't think that the uh, Zebra is going to change its stripes. That's just uh, who they are. They're an aggressive team. And th- they do play well. With fouls, I mean, Zion Paschal did foul out the other night, but, you know, most games he's played a lot of minutes with fouls. Anthony Cachese's played a lot of minutes with fouls. Um, so that's just, you know, that's just the way they, they go. They, they've been walking that tight tightrope for weeks, and it hasn't caught up with them yet. Hey, Mike, this is Ian Kelsey. How, how would you attack a team like Imotech on the offensive end? Well, I haven't seen them, so you know, I, I I couldn't I couldn't tell you. But obviously, you have to protect the ball when you're playing a team like that. You know, it's like playing Reading High, and and that's the the great thing for Exeter is it's had a chance to play Reading twice. So they, you know, they're not going to see anything uh, any defense more intense uh, than they faced against Reading. Now they might see bigger guys, um, but the the intensity, the pace the in-your-face defense that never relents. You know, they've gotten a taste of that, and they held up well against that, uh, against Redding in the championship game until uh, 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 Kevin uh, Sines fouled out. You know, until that point, uh, they were okay. But, um, uh, you know, you have to take care of the ball. They have to limit the turnovers and and get good shots. Hey, Mike, uh, Nate Govan here. I just wanted to – I know you probably don't need the help – but I'm going to go ahead and man and, and help you out a little bit here, brother. After this Exeter win, the headline reads, 
<laughs> Cinderella's. Hey, listen to this one, right? Cinderella's glass slipper fits perfect. There you go, well, buddy. I, I'll tell you, the, the least of my problems this week will be writing a headline when Exeter wins this game. Will, I don't know what it'll be, but that'll that'll flow very easily. Trust me. Well, you know, I just figured I'd do a little something just in case, man. You know. Okay, I will. I will keep that in mind. Thank you. No problem. Hey, Mike, Jerry here. Listen, I don't want to keep you too long, uh, so so we're going to let you go here. But I do want to tell people, MikeDragosports.com, it is, in my opinion, the best high school sports coverage in Burks, bar none. And uh, it, it, it's a subscription service, costs you a couple of pennies a day. It's well worth the money if you're a high school sports fan or have a high school sports fan in your life. Go to MikeDragosports.com. The best. Hey, Mike, Thanks, thank Gary. you. I appreciate that. And your, your Exeter fans will, will be interested to know. I, I spoke to Charlie Booker today. Ah. And we talked about the 1974 state championship run that that team made. Uh, very similar to this one. Uh, you know, that team now, they, 74, they won the county. They lost the district. And, of course, they lost the state title. But uh, they won 30 games. It was a magnificent season. So I'm going to be working on that tomorrow. And uh, we'll have a story, uh, you know, about that first run to the state championship game. It's only been 49 years, you know, till they got back. So we'll look forward to the article, Mike. Again, Thanks, thank Darren. you for taking time to talk to us uh, again. Fantastic job with MikeDragoSports.com. And I'm sure we'll probably see you Friday night. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mike. Good night. That was Mike Drago. He has been wonderful to us as well throughout the season. Absolutely uh, has. So at that point, Jerry, did you need to do any advertising? Do we need to show some love to sponsors? Why Talk don't to me. We? Why don't we? It won't hurt the situation at all, Taryn. All right. <laughs> Friends, you're listening to the Exeter Basketball Roundup on the Exeter Sports Network. We'll be right back. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. It's the Exeter Sports Network. We're back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Nate, we're going to go back to you. We had a couple calls in there. (laughs) We were going into a segment as far as players of the game, that what was the player or possibly the key that Exeter is going to obviously have to look at or do. So it's all yours. And and thanks for coming back to me. And, you know, just so that we're not remiss, 610-451-7085, 610-451-7085. For all of you guys out there listening, be a part of the conversation. So, Darren, to answer your question, I think the key player uh, in this upcoming game is going to be Zion Paschal. And I say that because as the floor general, as what I call the oil that keeps the engine running. He is just so important to everything that the Eagles do, whether it be playing defense, locking down one of the best players, whether it be distributing the basketball, uh, getting it inside to Anthony Cachese and just directing traffic in general. And when he is 
assuming that leadership position, the team just kind of falls in line and falls into place. So I think that he will be the key to Exeter's win, specifically being able to stay in the game. Ian? I fully agree with that, too. Um, yeah, but like I said, Kevin, if we can get that, that, that bright light to just stay on the mm-hmm. entire game, it will be really important for us going forward with Kevin. And just kind of piggyback on that, Ian, when you watch Kev kind of save that game where he dropped, what he dropped, 19 that night, mm-hmm. Zion fouls out, a couple other guys, it looks so effortless. And you know what? We got another call. So let's go to the phones, baby. Hello, you're on the Exeter Basketball Roundup with Darren, Ian, Nate, and Jerry. Who's this? Hey, guys. This is uh, Tom. Um, First time, long time. Um, I want to say, first of all, congrats to the players, the coaches, everybody associated with the program. They've done an absolutely great job. Um, They're not here by accident. Um, and so the one thing I want to say, so I live down in Philly, so I'm somewhat plugged into the high school basketball scene down here. Um, I've been watching a lot of the games. There's some great players, great teams from the Catholic League to the Public League, Imhotep included. Um, however, I don't think that Exeter has no chance in this game, or I don't think, I think Exeter has an absolutely great chance in this game because, if correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that Reading has played three of the teams in the Catholic League this year and has beaten all three teams. So obviously Reading can compete down here in, in Philly. Um, and Exeter, when they played Reading in the county championship game, they were the better team for seven-eighths of that game. The last couple minutes is where they got um, they lost that game. But they were I, I thought they were the better team. Um, they've won a bunch of games against some great teams. Um, I really think that they can – take down in Hotep. I know that they're great. I know that they're good, but I know their extras coached well. They'll be able to slow the game down, limit transition, transition, limit the de- amount of damage that all of their of Hotep's good players can do. And I really think Exeter can can sneak this one out and get a win. Um, and so I'd like to know what your thoughts on that is. Um, but I'll hang up and listen. So thank you guys. Thank, thank you, Tom. Tom. Yeah, Tom, thanks for the call. I'll throw a couple ideas at you. Number one, And Mike Drago brought it up, of course. We've talked about it as well. Exeter's defense is going to be key. And I'll add to that, and Mike mentioned it, as far as foul trouble. It's one of those where we're going to need Zion out there. He's got to be our field general. Mike Drago put a tweet out on social. I think it was a tweet or it was a social media message during the last game, Jerry, I believe. Yep. As far as the officials. Yeah, he said, this is the worst officiating crew I've seen this year. So the challenge for Exeter will be they're going to have to play disciplined and stay out of foul trouble. Ian? Absolutely. I had that conversation with my son before we played the last game. I felt he was being lazy on defense and not sliding his feet and getting to the, beating the man to the position. That's why he picked up the fouls. But And that should be the conversation that they should be having with Zion. You're a great defender. Get be in the right position, cut the man off, cut the angles off, and do all those things. And I think you'll be able to stay out of foul trouble. Not being tailing or traveling and getting and getting offensive fouls and silly things like that. Tom, I love the love that you're showing and that confidence. And that's the way that Exeter needs to play. Exactly the way you summed it up. You know what? We got a shot. Not only do we have a shot, we got a damn good shot to win this game. And if these gentlemen go out there with that type of vibrato, with that type of aura around them, the sky's the limit. There will need to be a couple of tweaks by Ashcroft. I think 
I, I love what he's done to get us here, but to really finish off, I think a couple of things might need to change. And the one thing that I see him needing to do on Friday is he's going to have to play more of that bench. I think that the seven-man rotation, it works when it works, but against this type of speed, athleticism, and the depth of their bench, we're probably going to need to get to at least eight, maybe nine on, on our bench. What do you think, Ian? Um, he's, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guarantee you that is not happening. Not in this game. You might see Jaden Ware maybe for a minute or for two minute. just to give Zion or somebody a breather yep. because he held himself so well together in the last game. I, but I think there's no possible way he's going eight or nine. Tom, Tom, against Archbishop Ryan, Ahmed Noel, who is the point guard for Imhotep, 23 points. And in watching film, something that's challenged Exeter is when there has been a guard that can drive to the hoop, early on they've had problems containing him, and that's where a lot of those fouls have been picked up. So they do make the adjustment. Unfortunately, sometimes it's later on Mm -hmm. when that player has 15, 20 points. So they will have to do that sooner, Ian. They cannot have Noel living in the paint. Mm. If he's living in the paint, that's going to be a major problem, okay? Because now you're having guys crashing, flashing that he can just drop off a lob to if he's getting those easy driving the penetration. So our guard's got to be disciplined, keep your man in front of you, and play solid defense and not having him get in the paint and causing, like, the, the Milton Hershey kid having 15 in the first half of that game. We cannot have that. We all look at each other right now. <laughs> I'll say something. I, I, I'll build on Nate's comments and tell you that yesterday I was, uh, uh, w- what he was saying about how Ashcroft is going to have to make a couple of adjustments. So I, I talked to Tom Legath yesterday as I was walking through BJ's picking up a bunch of stuff. And he told me that he gets emails from Matt Ashcroft at 3 o'clock in the morning and 4 o'clock in the morning because this kid is up watching film. And he's like, oh, I see something. Got to tell Tom. That type of thing. He's getting emails from me. He's up till 3, 4 in the morning, and then he gets up to go to work. So, I mean, we've got a workaholic coach, and if anybody's going to bring us through it, that's the guy. That's right. That's right. That absolutely is a commitment. Again, Tom, thank you for calling. Anybody else out there? 610-451-7085, our number. And I noticed just myself as I was going through the prep that I've done thus far, it's a matter of, and uh, I'm going to forget as far as who actually mentioned it, but Exeter does have a shot. Yeah. Exeter, absolutely. Yeah, Tom, there you go. I'm, I'm looking at all my notes with names written all over the place. Exeter has a shot. Now, as far as, yes, you can talk about the number five team in the nation in, in Hotep. You can talk about Edwards that's going to Kentucky. You can talk about Noel, who's going to be one of the top juniors uh, this year and, of course, seniors going next year. You talk about another guard uh, Division One recruit down in, I think, the Florida Gulf, Gulf Coast, Coast yep. University. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yes, it is as far as maybe, you know, David going against Goliath, but Exeter has a shot. We have seen them come together and play amazing basketball, and there's no reason, none, to think that they can't do it again. They have 
worked their tail off all season long to get into this position and to be at this spot in this moment right now that they are, have so much confidence that there is no way they're going to let this thing here slip away from them. Not without going out without a fight. They're going to be swinging and they're going to be swinging hard. And we have the guards. If, if, if they let them, these guards get loose, Imutech could be in trouble because Zion, Alex, Kevin, they can finish at the rim and they can make jumpers and they can do the things that they need to do. So they have to be careful too. Definitely, definitely. The, the other thing I like to see and that will give us an even better shot is if Anthony Cachese can go at whoever's guarding him, whether it be Edwards or whoever, if he can go at them early and tough right away, I mean physical brand of basketball, and just let them know, hey, baby, I'm here to stay. This is not going to be a cakewalk. I'm going to make you work for every single possession, every single defensive effort that you put against me. I'm going to make you earn it. And I think setting that tone specifically with our big man is going to be really key to that success. That would be McKay Taylor. That would be number 13. That would be the guy that's probably going to be going he's, after. He's got to – when Cheese gets the ball in the post, he's got to drop that shoulder and go right into his chest the very first time. And that sets the tone. When you walk up, you, you see, there's two types of people, right? It's that person. It's about to be a street fight, right? There's that one guy. He wants to come up and go chest to chest and talk a whole bunch of trash. You don't want to be that guy. You want to be that guy that comes up, no talk, punch you right in the mouth. Now let's go. All of this talk we haven't even mentioned. Of course, on defense, we talk about Zion. We talk about Alex. We talk about Kevin. Reese Garvin hasn't Mm. even been in the mix yet as far as our conversation. You want to talk about somebody who has been integral, not only from a defensive standpoint, but the rebounds, 14-7 and against Prep. I mean, you want to talk about hitting threes. That is... He is absolutely a weapon when you know he doesn't have to worry about posting up every single time because he can draw that defense out. And if he can do that and allow Zion to dribble, allow Alex to dribble to the to the rack, now we're talking. Absolutely. I'm like, and he is going to be a critical part. If he can make his jumpers and open that floor up, it could be on. Because I'm he, but I know Reese, and I know that he's ready to go, and I know he's not scared. He's been playing; they've been playing together for a long time, and that kid's a tough kid, man. Reese has that confidence that that you want to see out there. He doesn't care how many shots he's missed. He's a shooter. Shooters gotta shoot, baby. And he goes out there, and when he gets his stroke going. I mean, the, the momentum that he gives. He, he gives a, a kind of a spark like you see in Alex Kelsey give the team when he comes in defensively. He makes a big play. We, got we have a call, caller. so let's get to it. Hello, you're on the air on the Exeter base basketball roundup. Who's this? Jerry, it's 188 from Twitter, my man. Hey now, 188, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> Nothing much. I, I'm stranded in New York City. I thought I was going to miss the call in. I got two things to talk about here. One, it, it doesn't have to do with anything in the basketball team. It has to do with, with the media around the basketball team. Doubted them since day one. Um, I'm not going to name names. I don't think this is the time and place for that. I think you can take the assumptions. Didn't think we were the second best team in the county. Look at us. 
we're the second best team in the state. Mm, powerful. Hey, one eight eight. I've been saying that from day one. I was like, they, they yep. asked me the question. Listen, are, are they better than Muhlenberg? Yes. I'm like, absolutely. I'm like, we are right behind. We were right below Redding, and for three quarters of that Redding game, we had that game in control. And for that three and a half minutes of mark, I'm like, that's the only thing that separates us from Redding right now. I couldn't say it better. We we were the better team in that Berks County game, and and I think that's a team can go two ways after that, right? They can sulk their heads, but I think the resiliency—that's the other topic I want to talk about. Resiliency of this team really just stands out. Um, it's the next man up mentality. I, I think everybody has has really embraced that. Everybody has has done their job in this, and and I honestly. Why not us is, is what I've been saying, and, and I think they have it. Yeah, one eight eight, no doubt. You know, you mentioned as far as the the doubting along the way. Exeter has had some landmark, what I would call landmark wins over time. Even the loss against Reading, just because of how they played, and of course how that played out. But going up against Burke's Catholic, coming out with two wins there. It was a matter of, okay, you know what? Now, this happened back in January, but you could see the momentum building. You could see the teamwork building. Like you said, next man up. One night it could have been Reese. The next night it was Zion. The next night it was Anthony. So on any given time, any one of four or five players, they already have four players in double figures averaging on the year. Anthony leads them at 13. So you're exactly right, 188. It's at any given time, anyone can step up. And that's what I love about it. And I think Coach Ashcroft proved it during the challenge meeting of the county playoffs. You know, they had him seated as, I think, four. He challenged up to two, got the respect of the coaches, and, and I really think it, it, it proved out. And, and I can't wait for Friday. I hope I get to, to meet the gang on Friday night, maybe a couple beers after Trove. Hey, 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 Love that. Sorry about that. You just made me excited, man. <laughs> you said you said the magic word, beer. Yep. Hey, that's all I'm about. We'll 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 we'll, we'll pop off hopefully afterwards, and, and that'll be great. Last thing I want to say, I found a, a soft spot for Alex Kelsey. I think he's absolutely the most improved player. I, I can't <laughs> wait to see him next year. I, really, just the, the strides he made in season is unbelievable, and and that's. What I'm most excited for, I, I honestly think, I know is he's going to have a successful baseball career, but I cannot wait to see what he does on the court next year. The best is yet to come. Thanks for the support. We love you. Thanks, 188. Hey, thank Appreciate you, so you, man. Thank you, 188. Bye-bye. Stop down and see us, buddy. <clears throat> All right. It, we still have time. If you want to call in, 610-451-7085. It is the Exeter Basketball Roundup on the Exeter Sports Network. And you want to talk about the hype, guys. The hype to this game, and 188 talked about it, is the second best team in the state. state. The state. It's a great way of putting it, right? It is yep. absolutely, you know, Nate, that statement alone tells you the magnitude of where this team has come from. It really does, and... He touched on the people that just were the naysayers or, you know, the doubting Thomases, so to speak. But as we sit here at number two, it's like, hey, you know, you can feel the wounds in my hands. It's really me. We are here. We're showing up. 
were ready to play. And this is why they play the game. At the end of the day, man, all the stats, all the hoopla, all the talk, that goes out the window. When the lights come on and we touch that hardwood, it's just us and it's them. And we're ready to go. I fully agree, man. I could not say that any better myself. But look here, Exeter has been absolutely phenomenal. And they just keep on growing mm. and growing and growing and growing. So I'm this Friday, I expect them to come out and just be disciplined and not be no fear. Because that's what I always tell my son. They put on their shorts. They do everything the, just the same way as you did. I'm like, they, yes, they have all these top-notch guys, but we have damn good players ourselves. We, we do. So we do. let's go and make this happen. And I believe that they can do whatever they can do, man. Something that you bring up, and Coach Ashcroft has said this as well, any given night we go on that floor, we expect to win. We put our players out there. We have just as much talent as you do. We can put the ball in the net. We can play solid defense. I've watched some film on Imhotep, and I'll tell you what, it's not that I necessarily see a lot of driving. It's driving and dishing out for the three. Mm -hmm. When you take a look, Edwards can hit the three. They probably have three, four, five guys that are out there. They do go very deep. As far as bringing in the additional five, probably playing 10, 11, even 12 players at that point. But from a standpoint of what Exeter can do, they can play with the best of them. And they've proved it. If not, we wouldn't be here. Simple as that. There's no way to sugarcoat it. Exeter Township basketball is here because we belong here. And the doubters, the naysayers, Kick rocks with a toe <laughs> flip flops because we're here. We're in the building. We're going to Hershey. We're eating chocolate. Let's get it done. I'm like Red and Springford, BC, they were all number one seed in their districts. So our schedule wasn't some cupcake schedule mm-hmm. that we've that we've played. I'm like Red and just beat Springford last night. And we were right and we were right there with Springford to beat Springford. And we were right there with Red and and we beat BC. So Look here, we're right there. Right there. You know, one thing that, that I think I want to bring up, <clears throat> I've been thinking about this, and, and, it, 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 and not to get political, okay, but right now America is not in great shape. I think everybody can agree to that. Our country is incredibly divided, incredibly so. In our town, we are brought together by this team, okay? The Exeter... Eagles are playing the Imhotep Charter Panthers in a time when America is struggling just to find its identity. And people are saying, oh, national divorce is, is, is absolutely necessary and, and we're pulling each other apart. I'll be damned if I'll bet against a team whose symbol is the eagle. Mm. <laughs> hey. I like it, Jerry. I like okay. it. When, when you see... Your fans travel three hours mm. to Altoona for a game, a semifinal game. It says all you need to know, man. Right there. All you need to know. They'll travel three hours to come and see you play. People are behind them. The people of this township <clears throat> are behind this team. It was no question much louder than the opponent in Altoona. 
considerably louder. We had the kids behind us yelling and screaming a hole every five seconds. <laughs> you know, it was uh, it was crazy. But there was also other people, not just the loud kids. Mm-hmm. And our crowd was bigger than their crowd. We travel much better. We're one hour away. Imatep is two hours away. It's a charter school. That place should be three quarters exit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely filth. Yeah. Agreed. My daughter told me when we got to the Elite Eight, and I didn't realize it, but Exeter was the only public school in the Elite Eight. Mm. Seven others were charter schools. Wow. That says something. When charter schools, basically, they're the prep for getting you to, you know, they're they're coming from juniors. They're going into prep. They're going to go into junior college. Or if they're the Division I recruit, that's what we're going to, they're ultimately going to do. But the fact that Exeter was one of seven or, or eight uh, teams that were not from a charter school speaks volumes, volumes about this team. It, it really does, Darren. And it shows that we can do it without recruiting. Okay? We're, we're, we're literally taking the home cooking that mm-hmm. we have and preparing the best, most nutritious meal and serving it to our fans. And that's what we plan to do on Friday. We don't go. To, we don't got to go out and pay for stuff for kids to come to our school. We're going to take the dogs we got, we're going to train them, and we're going to sick them on you. And, and that's it. Come Friday, they better be ready for them dogs that's going to be out there on that court. And I had no idea we were the only public school. That is amazing. <laughs> that Tom Legaff should be sticking his chest out right now behind that statement. I'm glad you threw that out there. So we're, we're doing things the right way here. And when you do things the right way, the first time, you don't have to worry about mistakes and going back and fixing things because we're doing it right the first time. We've, we've watched them all grow, man. We got another caller. Go ahead, Jerry. It's all you. Hey, you're on the air on the Exeter Basketball Roundup. Who's this? How you doing? This is uh, Jemai Springfield. Calling from Pottstown by way of Chester. Coach, what's going on, Coach? How you feeling, man? I'm all right. How are you? Oh, man, we just uh, enjoying the time amongst brethren here, having a good time. And I'm so glad you uh, took the opportunity and made some time to speak with us. Go ahead. The floor is yours, Coach. Yeah, so I was just, you know, uh, like we spoke before, you know, off air, the the matchup that you guys have with Exeter uh, State Championship game. Uh you know, hell of an accomplishment for, you know, your program to be in a position that they're in. You know, I just hope that they just take full advantage of the the situation that they have and just don't play the underdog situation. You know, it's uh, quite a, a feat or, you know, mountain to climb when you're facing a McDonald's All-American. Mm-hmm. And I was sort of like in that same phase, my first year coaching at Chester, you know, I was able to coach Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Uh, who was the McDonald's All-American also. And we faced Emotep early in the season that year. And they had one who was pretty much on the cuff, but, you know, should have been the McDonald's All-American itself and Brandon Austin. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, the game plan was, you know, Emotep's style is very, very unorthodox. He takes advantage of your weaknesses. Uh, you know, Coach Andre Noble, is, uh, he's a chess chess guy. And, uh we understood early that, you know, teams that like to press don't like to, uh, that like to press don't like to be pressed. So we kind of like turned the tables on them. 
And it worked in our favor for the you know, first three quarters that gave us a comfortable lead where we were able to take advantage of that and, you know, hold on to a victory, you know, at the end. But, you know, in the same situation where, you know, uh, Exeter has been struggling against the press, I'm pretty sure he's going to use that um, to come out and try to gain our early advantage. Mm. Um, the thing about handling the press is that you have to score against it early and often to make him think that you're ready for it. If he, he sees any hesitation, any weaknesses, he's going to stay in it. And uh, what he's trying to do is push the pace. And uh, from what I understand, you guys only maybe seven, you know, possibly eight deep. He's going to force you to go deeper than that um, by the pace of the game. And the only way you can slow down the pace if you're able to execute and score against that pressure. Um, because he's going to come. He's going to have four guys in the front court. He's going to use his length. Um, you know, that's pretty much their blueprint is to get after your point guard and make him really succumb to pressure. Um, and, you know, basically, you know, that everybody offense comes and goes, but you got to be able to defend, mm. you know, in these in these game situation. And it's a it's a one game championship at this point right now. You know, so whoever has the better game, whoever shoots, a, you know, not saying that Emotep can't have a bad night, uh, but you have to make them pay for it. You can't go in there as the underdog. You know, it's going to be a lot of chest bumping, you know, grinding, you know, trash talk, everything. You have to meet them where they are. You have to match their intensity mm. and not so much towards the where you're not in control of your emotions, but the fact that you're letting them now know that you're not backing down. Coach, so, you, know, Coach, yeah, you told me, uh, you said no Rocky. We got to be clubber lane, right? Oh, yes, yes. You got to come out swinging. And what I, what I mean by that is you can't wait to the fourth quarter to think you're going to get a miraculous body shot or a miraculous haymaker and knock this team out. You got to come out swinging and, and come out punch for punch with a team like uh, MOTEP. Like, so the first time you foul, you know, it, it got to be damn near flagrant just about early. You know, I agree with you, Coach. <laughs> you know, so. Um, if you come out there and you're, you're lackadaisical and your aggression, they're going to feed off of that. You know, they're like sharks in the water when it comes to that. So the first time you foul, especially against uh, the McDonald's All-American, you know, in not too many times in a you know, high school career, you get to face a kid who's a McDonald's you know, All-American. Use this opportunity as a way to make a name for yourself. Um, you know, that was one of the goals. That's the reason why, Chester, we always play all the top tier teams because we wanted to put our kids on that stage to get the opportunity to play at the next level, to show college coaches that they can play with, you know, kids of that caliber, you know, so Exeter, they're, they're, the guards have a, a great opportunity facing this guy to, to really make a name for themselves in this game. Coach, great commentary. You mentioned Andre Noble and of course you coaching an all American. What's it like now? Here's, here's Edwards, a kid. He's going to Kentucky. Another one going down to Florida Gulf coast. As a coach, how do you reel them in? Because the ego, of course, can kind of get a little out there. Hey, look at me. I'm going somewhere. As a coach, what what are you uh, imposing on them to say, hey, you know what? You're here. Focus on the job at hand. Yeah, and, you know, that's easier said than done because, you know, when you are a target, you you can't have a bad night. Um, and, and that's the reason why you have to show up and you have to bring it night in and night out. Um, what made it easier for me to coach a kid like Rondé is because he was able to control of the game 
uh, not just by scoring. You know, Rondé being six seven, uh, he can guard the one through the five. You know, so you know our defense was always our offense is part part of our game plan. But I, I believe as of right now, Rondé is the only McDonald's All American that averaged under twenty points. I think you know Rondé only averaged fourteen points in high school. But he almost averaged a, a triple double. Wow, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, so so that's what made him so so unique is because he can control the game, and didn't have to score thirty night in and night out. So it's easy to coach a, a kid in that situation, that's pretty much going to shut down your top scorer, and still only get fourteen and fifteen, but might have eight assists, you know, thirteen rebounds, you know, like he can really control the game, and you know, then we're winning by twenty, twenty five. So, you know, night in and night out, his job was easy. Like a McDonald's All-American, like the, the kid from Memotep, he averages, I, I believe, like around 25, 26. So a bad night for him could be a bad night for Memotep. You know, so when they count on him to do, you know, so much. But in a situation like this, if you're going punch for punch and you shut him down, and those kids, they're not used to averaging or scoring 25, and you put those – kids in that position where they have to, it might not be a good night for them. Mm. You know, so that's that's where you gotta look at it. So right now he he's probably looking at uh the situation that I'm not gonna let a kid that I'm gonna say, you know, quote unquote, that doesn't have a name or, you know, a light stop me from my progression. You know, a kid that's already committed, he's already going to Kentucky, the things like this, like does he is he already fulfilled? Um, you know, one thing about inner city kids, they're never fulfilled. Like they're going to come after you night in, night out, you know, so they're not prima donnas by any, you know, measure. They know what it took for them to get, you know, the opportunity to play at the next level and where are they going? You know, so he's not going to wait till the last game to throw up a dud. You know, I mean, you have to force him in that situation. So I hope, you know, Exeter coaching staff were pointing out one or two guys to say, listen, this is your job. This is what we need you to do. And, you know, the kids step up to the plate and, and take on that role because it's going to be a tough task. But, man, just imagine if you accomplish it, the name that you can put out there for yourself that you got at a McDonald's All-American and he struggled. Now, he's not going to have a bad game, but you just want, to, want him to struggle for a little bit and to give, you, give your team an opportunity to, to, you know, get a win. That's about it. Hey, Coach, thank you so much for, for making the time, man. Um, we're going to go to break and pay these bills with these sponsors because we love our sponsors. But thanks again for your participation. Um, you know, check us out on Friday, baby. We in the building. Thank you, Coach. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, Appreciate sir. you. Question. Great insight. Thank you very much. Thanks, Coach. You're welcome. Good night. Yep. Good night. Very nice to hear from him. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, before we even go to break. Something that he mentioned, we talked about a little bit. He said, score early and often after the press. Oh, and right. at, uh, Exeter has gone in streaks. It's, we, we even talked about it last game where two, three uh, possessions, they're throwing the ball around, and then all of a sudden the next three, mm-hmm. and it's precision passing mm-hmm. to somebody all alone under the basket. Right, that, that's going to be huge. That's still, that's still by Alex and Therese and... And then to double for the easy layup, it was was to perfection. I'm like, so you have to be able to continue to do those kind of things as you've been doing all season. 
All right. I look over at Nate and he's like, perfect. That's great. Yeah, he said it. He said it. All right. Looks like we're going to pay some bills now, I think. Are we, Jerry? I think we are. And uh, then we'll come back and we'll wrap everything up. Sounds great. We are the Exeter Sports Network. You're listening to the Exeter Basketball Roundup. And we'll be right back. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. Oh, we're back. Here, I'm waiting for Jerry to put in there. It's the Exeter Sports Network. He decided not to, and there was a very uncomfortable gaze into each other's <laughs> eyes. I, I don't say that often, but you know what? We, we have a lot of, of those, Darren. We can kind of do things the way we do things around oh, here, right? Man, so oh, it's Exeter we'll Sports. Oh, my gosh. Oh, sure. Now, now you do it. Well, you know what? That was the cover-up for the gaze, so I don't feel so bad now. All right. G-A-Z-E. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what you said. All right, guys. Here we are. We are on the cusp of history. As far as Exeter is concerned, of course, in 50 years getting to the state game. Ian, final thoughts on Friday night, 8 o'clock, Hershey, PA, the Giant Center. If you can't get there, the Exeter Sports Network, as we have all year long, wherever they go, we bring it to you. Not like other outlets somewhere close. Just forget them entirely. They're irrelevant. It doesn't matter. The Exeter Sports Network is where you need to be. All right, I'll get off my soapbox. Ian, Friday night. Look here, we hope that you guys are all in the building on Friday night to, to witness history. But the Exeter Eagles have their best chance of being state champions this weekend. The last time they were there, I wasn't even born. So it doesn't matter. None of these kids were born. So... If they go out there, not turn the ball over, handle the pressure, and play the way they can play their defense, I think Exeter can come out with a great victory and set that first state championship mark. You know, uh, I've said it before. We're here for a reason, because we deserve to be here. We've worked hard in practice. We've overcome obstacles in games and um, I hope that the boys really take a step back, soak it in a little bit, appreciate the history that they're a part of, and just listen to their coach and have fun. At the end of the day, whether it be history or not, it's their life, their kids. You know, we have to remember these guys are 17, 16, 15, 14 years old, and they really have no clue on what they're about to embark on as far as a historical standpoint. 30 years from now, they will, and they're going to look back, and I hope that when they look back, they say, man, did I have fun, and I thank God that he allowed me to be in that position, and I hope they get the W, too. (laughs) So to build on Nate's comments, okay, Earlier this year in one of the games that that Mike Boyer broadcast for us, he mentioned Hoosiers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, how when they go into that big arena the first time, you know, the coach, Coach Dale has them measure 
to make sure that it's the same size and, and, and measure this, that, right. and the other That's thing. Right. It's all the same. It's the same floor. Basically, maybe a little prettier, maybe a little newer than what we have. Except next year, we're going to have brand new, aren't we? That's right. It's going to look good. That's right. It's going to look excellent. But it's going to be the same thing. And you just got to put yourself in the mind of what everybody keeps saying. 32 minutes. 32 more minutes. 32 minutes. And do it. And... We need to thank, again, as we did with with Coach Ashcroft, we need to thank this team because we watched them bleed. We watched them sweat. Mm -hmm. We watched them cry. We watched a whole 27 feet with these kids. Mm -hmm. And we've been here with them, and it's been an amazing ride. It really has. I am so thankful to them, to the coaches, to the administration, to you guys, because you made it all happen, okay? To the folks who listened, who, by the way, we had the most unbelievable listener numbers at the last game that we've ever had. They beat football. Wow. The numbers beat football by a considerable measure. It's amazing. It really is. People are behind this team. We need to thank our sponsors uh, from the beginning of the year. Birdies, the new Birdies in. We love those people. They were great to us. They've been great to us. They will be great to us in the spring when we come to what? The best burger. The best in burger. Berks County. In Berks County. And just, it's not even close. Just don't put peanut butter and jelly on it, please. Uh, stop <laughs> it. It's don't awesome. go there. It's awesome. And of course, our, our major sponsor through the playoffs here has been Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center. The best in Berks County. Love these people. This is where I go for my health care. Up at Exeter Ridge, my doctor is there. X-rays are there. You can get blood work. This, that, the other thing. Anything you need can be accomplished at Exeter Ridge with Penn State Health. And I urge you to support them the way that they support this town by sponsoring these games. They are the ones who are getting us there. Without them, we're not able to be there. I can't afford this on my own. They stepped up. We need to thank them. Let's hear it. Nice, nice. Our sponsors all year long have been absolutely fantastic. You mentioned Penn State Health St. Joseph, of course, taking care of the sponsorship for these games. Look, we couldn't do it, and Jerry, you just mentioned it, and I'm just adding on. But we could not do what we do. And and friends, it is a real joy to be able to bring your kids to you. And what I want to do right now to wrap this up, I'm going to read to you as far as the roster. Because these are the kids that have made all of this happen. If it's not for these kids out on the floor, busting their butt at practice, coming out, playing the way they've played allowing us the opportunity to call them game after game after game. They've won 17 of the last 18 games. Wow. Absolutely <laughs> incredible. Amazing. And I don't care what anybody says, they won that other one too. <laughs> so the players, Zion Paschal, and I'm going through everybody, Andrew Bauer, Alex Kelsey, Kevin Sens, Genuine Stutzman, Devin Nestor, Jaden Ware, Teddy Snyder, Reese Garvin, Aiden Dauble, Giuliani, Orbio Choa, Joshua Terman, Brady Murray, Devin Sheeran, and Anthony Cachese. The manager, Marlon Washington. Nothing happens without the manager. Head coach, of course, Matt Ashcroft. His assistants, Conlon Crick, Colin Noggle, Tyler Chappelle, Justin Ashcroft, Sean Seidel, 
friends, they are who have brought everything to us. And, of course, cannot forget the AD at Exeter, Jerry Tom Legath. Tom is a friend. Tom and I talk a couple times a week at least. I talk to him, I think, three times today. <laughs> and Tom is the... He's just... He's a breath of fresh air. When I see on my phone, I can be having the crappiest day possible. I see Tom Legath on the phone. The first thing I think to myself is, okay, what did I do now? And then I remember I didn't do anything today. So it's going to be a good call. And Tom brightens your day. You don't have any uncomfortable gaze moments with Tom. <laughs> Not over the phone, we don't. Right, well, I, I didn't know if you like FaceTime or yeah, do yeah, something yeah. like that. I, we right. might Friday night. I'm just making sure. You know, you can never can tell with you. Throw curveballs oh, at man. us. Oh man! But Tom's a maniac. He uh, he's the one who I, I I've said it probably ten times in our broadcast. I've said it. In other places, people may have heard me say it before. It is not an accident that the golden era of Exeter sports is happening. And Tom Legath is the AD. This is no accident. Uh, Superintendent Christy Haller, pay heed to what I'm telling you because I'm always right. <laughs> and on that note, I don't know how I could possibly say anything to supersede it. So... Fans, thank you for joining us tonight on the Exeter Basketball Roundup for Ian Kelsey, Nate Govan. I've been saying your last name right, correct? Govan, you got it. All right, I always have to make sure. For Jerry Gelliff, who has been our wonderful producer all year, I'm Darren Ziner. Friday night, 8 p.m., Hershey, Pennsylvania, the Giant Center, the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media will bring the 5A state championship into your home. We look forward to it, and we hope you join us. So again, thanks for joining us this evening. Have a great one. Thank you for joining us for the Exeter Basketball Roundup on the Exeter Sports Network. Brought to you by our friends at Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center on the web at pennstatehealth.org. Thanks go out to the athletes, coaches, administrators, and everyone who helped make these broadcasts happen. And thank you for listening all year long to the Exeter Sports Network. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gellif Media. <laughs>